They continue to attract children and adults alike. Puppet shows. All year long, Jackie and his daughter Carol Ann crisscross France with their guignol show. This week, the traveling puppeteers are in Toussuir in the French Alps. In just a few minutes, they arrange the hall and set up their home-built puppet theater. It's thanks to my dad. We didn't just start putting on puppet shows. My daughter marks the fifth generation. The Cateliers have passed down the Guignol show from generation to generation for 70 years. And wherever they go, audiences flock to see them. A 45-minute show screams and laughter. Old and young alike, everyone's won over. There was the baddie who took the nice lady to his hut. And then, and, and, and then, and then Guignol wanted to put the thief in prison. Not everyone is able to captivate children, parents and grandparents with, with so little, with hardly anything, just a few puppets. It's the kids. Without them, I'm nothing. And without me, they're nothing. Merci, merci, merci. Guignol, the most famous French puppet, was created in Lyon in 1808 by a certain Laurent Mourguet. Two centuries later, Guignol and his sidekick Niafron have lost none of their banter. Guignol and Niafron were born at pretty much the same time, with just a couple of years between them. Then, gradually, Laurent Mourguet started writing little political satires, which poked fun at society at the time. Florence's life is inseparable from puppeteering history. In 1948, her grandparents, Antoine and Yvonne Moritz, founded the Guignol Theatre in the Tête d'Or Park, an institution that has had generations of Lyon's children in fits of laughter. I've been here since I was a little kid. I lived in the Croix-Rousse district with my grandparents, so I was here whenever there was no school. Wednesdays, weekends, school holidays, public holidays, come rain, wind or snow. Although Guignol hasn't developed a single wrinkle, puppets provide an opportunity for new creations. Marie and Sandrine belong to the Talabar Puppet Theatre Company. For the past 15 years, the two women have been creating puppet shows, turning them into genuine art forms. The rocks are homemade. They're not real stones. What are they made of? The same material we use to make the heads, called styrodure. Then they're covered with papier-mâché to make them harder, and then hand-painted. Each of them brings their know-how and talent. All the elements gradually come to life to tell a story direct from their own imagination. I imagine the sets, the moods, and the characters, while Sandrine is more into the subject, the storytelling. Then we swap ideas and easily manage to integrate them all into the show. With the writing, 
the staging, the making of the puppets, and the sets, it takes the two artists between nine months and a year to fully produce a show. Because here, everything is homemade and handmade. At the moment, we're doing some tests to make our puppet's arms a bit longer and compensate for the empty space between the two fingers. Where does it stop on your fingers? The first joint. The first joint. Should we make it more conical? It's difficult to find the right facial expression. It needs to be fairly neutral, because having a puppet with a big smile on its face wouldn't work in the more serious moments, when a person wouldn't be smiling. But you don't want a permanently sad face either. The result of this painstaking work is an enchanting puppet show filled with emotions and not entirely innocent. We try to provide food for thought or give rise to feelings that will lead to a discussion afterwards between parents and children, generally around the theme of living together, which includes tolerance, sharing, mutual help, things like that. Since the founding of the company in 1987, the artist puppeteers have produced 14 different shows and they have continuously lit up the eyes of children and adults alike. <laughs>